Howdy, howdy. Howdy. And welcome to But It Was Aliens, the extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we probe real life alien events to determine whether these real events really did involve aliens. Yes, really. We take it in turns to host and the co-host has no idea what's coming up each week. This week... I'm hosting, and my name is Kev, and alongside me is Granville Moonwalker. I think you'll find your name is Kevin the Grey. Beard. The case we are covering today was recommended to us by Scooby Doinks and Psycho Quack on the Twitter. On the Twitter! Thank you, folks. Psycho Quack. Psycho Quack. Great name. Angry Duck. Right now, you've seen Angry Birds. Now it's time for Angry Ducks. Is that technically? Is that technically not an Angry Bird? Technically, if you want to be technical about it. What if I do? Then it's an Angry Bird. There you go. Quack quack. <laughs> Quackers. Thank you, folks. Anyway, Moonwalker. I'd like to start this one off with a bit of reflection. Remember the dolphin episode. Oh, hold hold on. Yes. Which dolphin episode? The one about... The one where the dolphin humps the people. Okay. Remembered. (laughs) What did we learn in that episode? Dolphins like to hump people. No matter how cute, lovable, and indeed well-loved an animal is, you just can't trust them. Wild animals. Those dolphins were dastardly. So I ask you, Mr. Moonwalker, what do we know about the common penguin? Someone going to get humped by a penguin. <laughs> happy feet. That ain't the only thing that's happy. We're actually covering Psycho Quack. He's a penguin. <laughs> I've got this image of this really angry little duck listening to our podcast. <laughs> got his phone in one hand, typing up on the Twitter. Um, his tweets are like, quack, 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 quack. <laughs> I love Falling that name. It's brilliant. Um, well, what do we know about penguins? They're black and white. They uh, like to stay together. They can get quite feisty. They're also, I wouldn't say not prone. They do like a joke themselves. It's in the video where the uh, penguin slaps the other one into the hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah. Quite rambunctious little fellows, aren't they? <laughs> You've been reading the dictionary again, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I've also seen that video where, obviously, they collect pebbles to give to their oh, potential loved their one. Nests, That's yeah. They? So it's like, like a big biggest... sign of love, penguin love, to give a really good pebble to another penguin. But and then there was that video of that it. one penguin who couldn't find any, so he went and stole someone else's. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yes, they can. Uh, they have wings, but they can't fly. That's going to get you, isn't it? You see all these other birds flying around. You're like, I've got those wings. I can't fly, though, unless I fall in the water. Technically, do they fly underwater? I'd say that's called swimming, personally, but others would probably argue. I'm going to call it underwater flying. So. Sharks can fly, too. <laughs> I was going to say whales. <laughs> Do whales swim or fly? You look up and a whale's flying past your head. So, penguin fact, son. Let me tell you. 
penguins don't cry. They are sexual psychopaths and they can shoot their poop four feet. As in shoot it like do they aim it? is there a purpose for it or does it shoot in the poop to... son shoot in the poop are you talking they about can in aim the it. water no just in general I mean it's a pretty random thing mhm giant human sized penguins also once roamed the earth imagine that with that I suppose I should probably get on to what is the actual episode today <laughs> Where does this one begin? Tuscumbia, Missouri. When does this one begin? February the 14th. That's right. Valentine's Day, 1967. Valentine's Day, in general, is a time for sweet, sweet love. But Valentine's Day in the 60s? Oh my. That type of loving is probably best we don't describe. Suffice to say... Everybody was at it, weren't they, Granville? Were they? Well, you were there. Claude Edwards was a 64-year-old farmer. <laughs> you saying I'm Claude Edwards? <laughs> you can be Claude if you want to be Claude. Nah, it's okay. This was the 60s. Claude was about two years from retirement, but as it was the 60s, Claude was alleged by me to be waking up from a drug fueled orgy on a bitterly cold morning. Claude's knackers shriveled as Claude arose with the sun on that bitterly cold Valentine morning. Claude was a simple man, and so after wiping his bits, Claude slapped on his boots with no idea as to what he was about to experience. So Valentine's Day in 1967. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon that this is the day that the 1967 Shelby GT Mustang was born. That's why it is the most beautiful car in the world. Because it was born on Valentine's Day. I love that you think yep. that cars are born rather than made as well. Son. <laughs> There's a mummy and a daddy car. This car was okay. born of love. <laughs> wasn't made. Birthed by Optimus wasn't, Prime. <laughs> wasn't made. It was Ugh. born love was put into this car one day she will be mine oh yes <laughs> she will be mine so did you were you aware that penguins were sexual psychopaths no they're horrific does i suppose that would depend on the type of penguin though wouldn't it because there yeah, are some penguins yeah. that make for life and that's it yeah, those ones also engage in non-consensual sex and I'm not making light of that. It's horrid. And they also... How can I put it politely? I can't. They have sex with dead penguins. Yeah. Happy feet, son. I've just ruined everybody's concept <laughs> of penguins. I'm apologising. <laughs> Sorry. One of the most beloved animals in the world. And they're disgusted. I definitely <laughs> cannot call my little niece penguin anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be so blunt, but yeah, I thought that was worth sharing. I did a lot of research on penguins. <laughs> and to be honest, I'm not really sure why when this episode gets into it, but <laughs> hey-ho. I need to be clear with you here. Claude was a no-bullshit chap. Salt of the earth. 
This gentleman did not suffer fools and he certainly did not believe in aliens. That being said, as Claude walked across the icy sloped track from his home to his barn, Claude noticed that in his east field, every single one of his cattle were all looking in the same direction. Claude followed the cow's line of sight through some trees and realised that something was just casually sat in Claude's field. We have a picture of what Claude was greeted by as he made his morning stroll. If you'd just like to describe what you see here, Mr. Moonwalker. Okay, so what I'm looking at is a giant mushroom. It's a spaceship. That's a giant mushroom. <laughs> it's a spaceship. Mushroom. Ship. No, just a mushroom. In front of me is a semicircle with some oblong shaped I mean could even call them circles they look like little mushroom spots there is a stalk and there is the ground that it's come from I mean if that's a UFO I mean you could say it and say that that's a beam coming from the UFO to the ground or a landing stick but I don't see a cow in it so therefore it can't be a beam and landing sticks that would be awful to sit on i mean weight distribution alone those sticks would snap so you're pointing me towards the ufo that is sat on our desk that's on a landing stick almost exactly like what we're looking at that is not a landing stick that is a beam coming out to take the cow up but it's still stood on it because that's not a real beam obviously yeah but the top of that is not going to be as heavy as it would be here but it's to scale that <coughs> mushroom yeah mushroom that, that looks like a mushroom exactly mushroom mushroom ship claude described the object as a massive grayish green mushroom <coughs> perched on top of a tube near his barn claude almost on autopilot walked towards his barn, never once breaking his gaze with the UFO. Claude entered the barn, put down the feeding bucket he'd been holding, and pulled the door closed behind him, slapping that latch down. After making sure the barn was secure, Claude turned back to look at the craft some more through the latched barn doors. The craft was about 70 feet from the barn, behind a couple of wire fences and a bunch of moo-moos. As Claude looked, Claude was greeted by the sight of several small creatures scuttling around beneath the mushroom craft. Claude thought that he was losing his damn marbles. Claude also thought that these creatures were scaring his cows. Meanwhile, no matter what these things were, they were trespassing. Remember, Claude was a no-nonsense SOB. I was about to ask, when he went to... Um to his barn mm-hmm. in that like didn't break his stride i was like he's gonna put the bucket down he's gonna pull out the 12 gauge he's going over there but no he closed his doors and closed the latch like a little bitch he was secure in the area uh, he was being a bitch experienced man secure bitch. in the area didn't you say you wanted to be him earlier no pretty sure you did i said is that me and you so said, now it's you <laughs> then i'm walking over 
not breaking stride, putting down the bucket, taking out the 12-gauge, strolling over to those motherfuckers, and then not doing any of that and just hiding in the corner and pissing my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Screw the boo-boos! <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry, the cows would be the last thing that I'll be worried about in that situation. Let the aliens have them. I'll take a gun and um, protect myself. But I think, to be honest, I would do what he has done, although I'd be armed. I would sit somewhere where I could see what they were doing yeah, and just protect myself if they come near. Yeah. Although you never know what they could do from there. They could literally just look at you and turn you to stone, Medusa mm-hmm. style. Alien tech. But yeah, as I said... Claude was a no-nonsense SOB. Mm. The glass shattered. <laughs> Broken skull time, son. <laughs> Claude headed back outside. Claude hopped the first fence and noticed that as he neared the second fence, the creatures scuttled around even more, appearing to become even more agitated. Claude could now make out their size. They were shit scared of Claude. They knew he was a tough SOB. They had the glass break. Yeah. They were like, no! These things were about three feet tall with greyish green skin, not dissimilar to their craft. Did you hear that? Grey greens! Yes! Claude couldn't make out if these grey greens, greens, lacked (coughs) hands or whether the arms were just windmilling so quickly that Claude couldn't make the hands out. They were windmilling, like a cartoon when they, like, scurry. They're rushing around. They see this massive person to them is coming towards them because they're only three foot tall. Oh, shit, son! Get the materials! Claude also couldn't quite tell if these creatures had huge black eyes or wearing pilot goggles. What Claude could make out was that where you'd expect a nose and mouth to be, there was just a dark lump. Claude didn't make clear whether he thought that was their actual sensory organs or whether it could have been equipment to enable the grey greens to breathe on earth for example we have a picture no art drawn by claude himself depicting these creatures if you'd like to say what you see here mr moonwalker now before i take a look um from the descriptions they sound a little bit more like goblins (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Three foot grains. Uh, so in front of me, I have what looks like a duck. <laughs> penguin, sir. You're looking at a space upright. penguin. And it's green. And instead of a wing, it just has an arm with no hands. It's got a black beak and sunglasses. But the sunglasses are the cool sunglasses that you used to see in the 80s when they tried to be futuristic and cool and they never had, like, the frame. Mm-hmm. So you just had <laughs> <laughs> the glass. There was yeah, just nothing to I put behind those. the ears. Oh, like Shay. What? I can't remember if they had a specific name. Me neither. But that's what this looks like. That's such an odd picture. Space penguin. <laughs> also, I don't know whether it's the penguins or the nature of what they eat, but every time I've been around a penguin, they stink. They really do, bless them. Probably the nature of what they eat. Yeah. Can't have fresh breath eating like raw fish, can you? You think if they burp that shit back up, 
Precisely. Now that you've seen them, I can tell you specifically how Claude described these creatures. Claude described the Grey Greens as little green penguins. Pingu, baby! These things moved in a way that Claude couldn't quite make sense of. But then, what do you really know about penguins? Who's to say that penguins don't have spaceships under the sea? Why else would they call them emperors? Claude fancied his chances. Claude picked up a couple of rocks off the floor and begun his approach. Claude would say that the rocks were to damage the craft, but who really knows? Claude would say in his own words that I thought I was going right up to it. I got up there and there it was. I just walked up against the wall. You see, Claude couldn't get close. It was as if there was some kind of force field. Claude noticed that the craft was both silent and smooth. Claude couldn't see any weldings, no place where different parts of the craft connected. Claude estimated that the craft was about 18 feet wide and 8 feet high. Really losing his mind at this point, Claude also noticed that beneath the craft there appeared to be little oval holes about 12 inches wide full of colours as if each were some kind of portal. Claude became nervous and backed off before throwing his rocks at the craft. Now he notices that the craft was smooth and silent. Yes. Could it be that it was silent because he couldn't hear inside the force field? Could be, yeah. Absolutely. That's interesting. Was he able to hear the penguins? That would be really intelligent if that was the case, wouldn't it? What a wonderful way to keep people from knowing you're around. Like a silent dome. You could just drop into the atmosphere and fly over cities at night and no one would have a clue. Precisely. Maybe that's what their tech is. Maybe it isn't silent engines. Yeah, maybe they've just worked out how to warp space and time, well, certainly space, around them, which enables them to travel these distances, but also enables them to keep sound in or out. I mean, when he threw these rocks at the craft, so he couldn't physically walk through that force field, and the force field didn't hurt him. Mm Mm-hmm. He was just against an invisible wall, like he was playing Goldeneye and went to the boundaries of the level. So originally he didn't try to pass something through it in the first place. He tried to push against it and couldn't. Yeah, but I mean, he then goes back and throws a rock. Yes. So he doesn't try and throw a rock from where he is. Is that because... He was shocked. He didn't really think straight at the time. He was like, whoa! I was going to say, was he worried about taking a step back, throwing the rock, it bouncing back, hitting him in the head and knocking him out? To be fair, he might have needed the space with which to carry out the physical gesture of throwing, because if he was right up against the force field, he had, had no space to throw. He'd have been like, <coughs> the hand would have hit the force field right by his face. it <laughs> 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 uh, been hilarious to see. So he legs it back and then throws the rocks. Yeah. So does he stop and throw the rocks, or does he kind of try and throw the rocks as he's, <laughs> as he's legging running. it back? <laughs> Because depending on which one it is depends on what I think of Claude. So I think he took steps back and then threw them. So he wasn't that scared. But I can't be entirely sure, obviously, having not been there myself. Fair enough. It turns out that the craft did indeed have a force field around it. The rock just bounced straight off before impacting the craft. 
With this, Claude obviously decided to throw his second rock harder because violence is the answer. This rock just bounced over the craft like it was skimming on water. On sight of Claude throwing the second rock aggressively, the green penguins legged it back to the craft and ran behind the tube where they disappeared. There must have been a hidden door in the tube. The UFO then tilted slightly towards Claude, twice, before beginning to hover. No sooner had that happened, the craft shot off into the sky at an absolutely ridiculous speed. The craft disappeared into the sky within seconds, if even taking that long. The Moomoos relaxed, butts unclenched. You say the rocks bounced straight off before impacting the craft. Mm-hmm. So did they bounce off the force field? Off the force field, yes. And didn't impact Didn't the impact the craft, yeah. So they bounced off it before they could impact the craft. That's okay. perhaps a better way of saying it. Makes more sense. What it sounds like so far is that these beings may have landed and needed to fix their craft and then whilst they were or collecting samples or doing something or they saw the cows and thought the cows were the earth's main population of creatures and were like who's your leader and then claude breaks through that glass comes <laughs> along with his rocks I heard that music and shit themselves yeah and then they scarpered so either these are teenage alien penguins on a joyride or they broke down and were trying to fix their craft because under it they were quite agitated. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I say they might have been fixing it, but they fixed it pretty quick when things got aggressive. So maybe they were there to. Maybe they were lost. Maybe, or maybe they needed some supplies and it looked like a good place to stop and get them. So they were taking like soil to grow plants or. Maybe they were milking the cows. Who knows? Claude just didn't see it because he was out there too late. Good point. And then uh, they scarpered. In total, this experience lasted between five and ten minutes. It wasn't long before UFO investigator Ted Phillips got wind of this and it was to Ted that Claude recounted his experience. Eventually. At first, Claude wasn't saying shit, you see, but he was gradually convinced by Ted and Claude's brother on Ted swearing that he'd keep Claude's identity secret. Ted did so until Claude passed away. Sneaky. I think that might have been the deal, though. Oh, <laughs> Claude was a genuinely hard-working man who did not sell his tale, nor did he gain anything from this experience except ridicule. Ted described how at first Claude did not enjoy even discussing the experience. It was allegedly the brother that connected Claude to Ted and wanted Claude to share his important story. As I said, Claude did not profit or even seek to profit a single penny from this experience. But that's not all, because we have some more evidence. Remember the craft was held up by a support tube? Well, Ted was on the scene quick enough that Ted was able to photograph the mark that this tube had left. I'll show you this photo now, Moonwalker. Walker. The crater was about a metre in diameter and the soil around it was all dried out. Nothing else could fully explain this hole. Look at that hole. Before I look at this hole. Yes. 
you mentioned that Claude wasn't it wasn't revealed it was Claude until yeah. he died. So, so how did he name get him. ridiculed for it? Or was it just the story was ridiculed? The story, I mean, he told his brother and probably a few friends locally. Nailed and everyone just this. thought he was bonkers, but his brother obviously put him in touch with this researcher, Mr. Phillips. And they agreed that he could come out with a story and name him, but not until he was passed. Okay, so there is a hole in the ground, which mm-hmm. could have been created by a pole, a fence post. Never. A- anything Anything could have created this hole, really. Absolutely not. I would say... It's, the soil is dehydrated around it. How do you explain that? How? You're looking I mean, deep into that hole. I'm just trying to think of things that couldn't create it, and I'm still <laughs> I'm coming up blank. I'll tell you what couldn't create it. You could probably get a t-shirt in your hand and create it. Rabbit, a fox, a mole, a dog. (laughs) None of those could create it. (sighs) Indisputable, isn't it? You're speechless. It's blown your mind. Do you know know what? (laughs) What? The whole of this case, I've been thinking, what if this actually was aliens on this case? Yeah. Like, this example, what, what if it actually was? I mean, he's not-for-profit, all of this, and then you show me this hole that could have been created by anything. I'm out. The researcher took the photo of this so, hole. I was in. I was, I was fully on board. I was prepared. And now what you've done is you've pulled the rug out from underneath me. I'm I'm now on my ass, and I can't say that at this moment in time, I am with you. Well, I'm duty-bound to share with you all the evidence I have, so I had to show you my hole. And a terrible hole it is. But how do you explain how it's so dry around the outer rim? You didn't use lotion? <laughs> <laughs> basically it for this one (laughs) this one has been likened to the canula humanoid whom we will be covering in a future probe in summary we've covered the events of valentine's day 1967 whereby claude edwards woke up after a 26 person orgy After eating the lover's chocolates his next-door neighbour gave him, Claude headed out and noticed that his moo-moos were all transfixed on something. Claude followed their gaze to be greeted by a mushroom-shaped UFO in one of his fields. Claude filled his pants before heading into his barn. Claude secured the barn before looking back at the UFO, seeing a whole bunch of little creatures under the craft. These creatures were trespassing and spooking Claude's moo-moos, so Claude went to confront them. As he got close, Claude described the creatures as little green penguins. Claude tried to get close but couldn't, and so Claude picked up and threw a couple of rocks at the craft. The rocks bounced off an invisible force field. With this, the penguins scuttled back into their craft and zoomed off. We had some physical evidence today, including Claude's artistic impressions of the craft and penguins, as well as a hole the alien spaceship's landing gear left in the ground. 
Claude was an honourable and trustworthy bastard who didn't take no shit and Claude only told his story to a UFO researcher at his brother's request on the promise that Claude would remain anonymous until he passed away. That is today's Probe Probed. This one is clearly a case of ancient penguins travelling into space, setting up shop and keeping an eye on us. Then, years later, they evolved and they evolved. They became more advanced than us, started travelling through time and visited us to study our past. Case closed. Anything you'd like to add, Mr. Moonwalker? And I've just got a couple of photos there for you, just to explain what we discussed as we get ready to conclude. So I take it this is a picture of Claude looking out onto the field where they were looking at the mushroom. Yes. Okay. Then, no. I have nothing else. Nothing to add at all. Um, it's penguins. Meh, 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 meh. Yeah, I suppose penguins. <laughs> I was Sorry, I was trying to look at the pictures and see if you could make that out to be any other creature than a penguin, but no. I suppose if you're looking at that, that is a penguin. Or the top half of a duck. Literally from the neck down, with little arms. Arms instead of wings, like an evolved psycho duck. (laughs) Psycho quack, in fact. That's why they recommended this one. (laughs) They're prod on this, because it's them! So, the cows were only looking in that direction, they didn't react. They were all just stood still, looking in that direction. Did they seem like they had their eyes glazed over like they were in a trance or were they just not really mentioned I mean it's unusual for a whole bunch of cows to be completely still all looking in the same direction ah no you never mentioned they were still you just said they were looking in the same direction no they were all stood there looking in the same direction but I don't have anything to say they were in a trance it was more like they'd all seen the same thing and were like oh shit to be fair I don't even know what I'm trying to get any more out of this I know exactly where I'm going yep space penguins space Green space penguins, of indeed. Tuscumbia. You weren't really one for cartoons back in the day, but I imagine them to be like Captain Bucky O'Hare. Oh yeah, I watched Captain Bucky, Captain Bucky O'Hare. Yep, these penguins are pretty oh, much like them in space. Duck. Yeah, he maybe was. these are dead-eyed ducks. But penguins. <laughs> <laughs> dead-eyed quacks. No, this this is not alien. I haven't asked you to say it yet. You you have. Well, I'm going to let you hold off on your conclusion. Give it some time. Marinate. Really think about it. Change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Are you saying that it was aliens? Are you saying that it was space penguins of Tuscumbia, son? This was not space penguins of Oh, Tuscumbia. come on. Come on. Have some fun. Could it be that he had some mushrooms off his field that were I mean it was the 60s yeah or maybe even just something else and he may not have even taken it knowingly could have been laced that sex orgy with 26 people could have been drug sealed precisely I apologise profusely to the family of this gentleman sorry (laughs) he's probably married and very honourable with children (laughs) but no this is not it's not aliens it's not space penguins I don't really have an idea of where it's from. 
is it even a real story? Like we have a picture of him in his field, but anyone could have put the X on the picture and then made this story. And considering it's only come out that it was him after he died, mm. also makes it a little bit questionable as in, well, did the brother try and make some money off of his deceased brother Didn't once he'd passed? see anything to suggest that, but good question. Did um, the investigator try and make some money? Or even just another story to add to the stories that he's got to make it seem a little, all the others a little bit more plausible? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any more information than what I've shared, unfortunately. <laughs> I've given you everything. Then my answer is still the same. No, this is not aliens. Yeah, um, my main sources were Cryptids Fandom and Strangeology. Com. I did look at about 30 different websites and there's nothing else out there and all the takes are unusually pretty similar. Usually there's different variations, but this is pretty much it almost exactly as. Also, I'm going to add in the show notes a link to interesting facts about penguins so people, <laughs> if they're interested, read the episode notes, follow that link and you can see some of the horrible things that penguins do. <laughs> so this file... It's all about those little green bastards, ain't it? What if humans get wiped out one day and penguins become the dominant species? Is this the ultimate animal? They can travel via land and sea, and if you add space to the mix, they could be unstoppable. In terms of today's probe though, whilst there isn't anything with which to question Claude, this is a bonkers account and I really needed to see some radiation evidence left on that hole for example. A drugs test too, perhaps? Just a little bit more. Meanwhile, whilst Claude does seem honourable, the fact that he wasn't named and didn't go on record until his passing does also leave the possibility that someone else made this all up in Claude's name. I'm not saying that happened, but we do have to question those things. But there we have it. Penguins, baby! I'm not saying that it was aliens. Any final thoughts, sir? The thought of um, radiation and actually testing the ground didn't even come to my mind. <laughs> well, we've had well, so many cases where like the soil samples have been taken and yeah, tested, but it we just got did, a photo here. Yeah. So they said the was the research directly. Even real? They said, well, you've seen the photo. They no, the did look at it. Searcher. I mean, yeah, just yeah. a guy could have come with. Could his have brother. been me or you rocking up, which mm. would have been entirely plausible and believable if it had have been. But yeah, they said the soil was unnaturally dehydrated directly around the rim of the hole. Why don't you test that? Mm -hmm. like, just that saying just be it. dried it out from the sun just because it's not so deep. Therefore, it doesn't have as much moisture within it because... What if there was something there before and it's just not tended to that part of the field beforehand? Yeah. Could have taken out a football goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a wrap for today. Thank you for listening to But It Was Aliens. If you'd like to listen to just a little bit more, well, by golly, you can. If you head on over to patreon.com forward slash But It Was Aliens, you can give us all your money. Or maybe about the cost of a Kev-sized coffee. And in exchange, once a month, we will dribble in your ears. 
What we dribble is paranormal juices. You see, on the But It Was Aliens Patreon, we cover more widely paranormal tales to determine, for example, if they really did involve spookies, cryptids, curses, or time slippers. Granville then uses the money you contribute to purchase mint body wash to use on his balls, which explains his general temperament. Yes, yes I do. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, you can send us telepathic messages. Or you can hit us up on the Twitter... On the Twitter! At But It Was Aliens. Meanwhile, over on Facebook, connected to the But It Was Aliens page, you can find a little-known public-private group all are welcome to join called Extraterrestrial Towers. Here, we promise not to throw rocks at you as long as you don't touch Granville's mint body wash. All these links are in our podcast episode notes. Meanwhile, we will post visual evidence from the cases generally on our Instagram at But It Was Aliens Podcast. That's it for this episode. So until next time, what happens if you trigger the fight or flight response of a penguin on land? The truth is up there. Hash tag. Wow. Space penguin. Yeah,